Welcome to Pyro Talk, the podcast that brings the boom. If you love salutes, lampares, girandolas, and the shiki camaros, then you're in the right place. It's time to bring the boom. Pyro Talk on the air with you once again. Glad to have you back on today. We're going to talk some e-matching. But before we do that, I want to throw a few shout-outs out there. We've got some people we want to recognize. i got listeners out there in Nino, Wisconsin. Glad to have you aboard. In Ohio, we've got our highest concentration of people uh, in Columbus, Dayton, Springfield, Mansfield, even Marion and Youngstown, Ohio. Glad to have you on board listening. Uh, in Iowa, where I'm from, Cedar Falls and Pella, up there in Decorah as well, we've got people listening. And uh, let's see, down in Texas, we've got people in Dallas, we've got people in Koppel, as well as Justin, Texas, glad to have you aboard. And uh, up in Minnesota, Minneapolis, Big Lake, St. Paul, like uh, seeing some of our neighbors, my neighbors to the north, I was actually just up there not too long ago. Uh, for some stuff. So huge thank you to all you people uh, from all over the country that are tuning in to listen to Pyro Talk. Now, on to e-matches. That's right, e-matching. Now, everybody knows how to light a firecracker, I think. You know, you uh, with the fuse, of course, you light the end of the fuse with something hot. Some people use punks, although I've never used a punk, to be honest with you. Um, some people use fusees, which is a road flare. That's what we use for the most part if we're doing handlit shows. Some people use a torch. Um, hand torches are, are handy, but also remember if something goes to heck on you, you're carrying a pipe bomb that is full of LP. Something to think about. Not saying you can't do it, but something to think about. Um, some other people will use matches, I suppose. Uh, some people use, uh, use lighters. You know, There's a lot of different ways to light a shell. Uh, but e-matches are the thing that people are using when they want either precision or they want to be able to light it from a distance so they can have that uh, ever-so-sacred space between you and the explosion that's going to happen, all right? All right. In my early days, I said never, ever poke a shell. And by early days, we never, ever matched a shell. I didn't know how to do it until I was almost 10 years into the, into the industry. Um, but that's for <laughs> uh, other reasons. Anyway... Um, and on the professional side, as far as e-matching goes, uh, the e-matches all look pretty darn similar. You're going to have some length of wire. Most of them are going to be, uh, you know, we get them in two and three meter distances. So usually six to 10 feet long, um, is what you're probably going to be getting. And then you've got the nichrome, uh, piece on the end that's dipped in a, uh, kind of a match head type substance with a shroud over the outside of it. And that is your e-match when you have uh, a, a charge go through and make the circuit complete. The nichrome has lots of resistance, heats up, and lights that match head type thing, makes fire. Fire shoots out the end of the shroud onto whatever it is that you're trying to light off, and boom, it goes. Okay? Really basic stuff. Um, an MJG uh, connector, excuse me, an MJG uh, igniter is essentially the same thing. It's a little bit different type of composition with the match head and how it works, but the ex it, it's going to look the exact same. It's going to have that shroud on there. Um, it's going to do the same thing. It doesn't quite produce quite as much fire as a true E-match, uh, but it's still effective enough to do what you need it to do. And then, of course, those who work with uh, 
a lot of visco fuse or particularly on the uh, the consumer side, you, you might be familiar with, you might be using Talon uh, clip-on igniters, which essentially have a, a wire that will go uh, clip on over the, uh, well, it has a clip with a wire in it that clips on over the fuse and it'll light that way. I've never had good luck with those. I, I don't know who does. If you do, let me know what the secret is. Let us know on the Facebooks or on the, the Instagram there. Uh, of course, you can catch that at uh, Pyrotalk. Uh, Pyro Talk podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. Uh, feel free to like, feel free to share, feel free to converse with us. I'll, t- I'll talk back with you. That's not a problem. Um, so those are the three main types of electric igniters you're seeing on the market right now. I'm going to live in the wor- the realm of, I- I'll be honest with you, I'm not going to talk about talents. It's not my thing. Um, the MJGs and the E-matches essentially operate the same, so that's where we're going we're gonna, to that's the realm we're going to live in today. All right. First things first, never, ever pull the shroud back on an E-match, ever, uh, for a few reasons. Number one, that's not how they're meant to be used. Number two, you lose all protection. So if you take and pull that shroud back on an E-match and slide it into something and you get enough friction that it actually sparks it or heats it up enough to light it, you have just lit something off in your hands. Okay. Never, ever, ever pull the shroud back. If you have to pull the shroud back, you shouldn't be doing it. Okay. Find a different way. All right. Um, and again, like I said, especially with an E-match, it shoots enough fire out to take care of pretty much anything you need. Just trust me on that. All right. So what should you put an E-match into? Well, some people will use them for a lot of different things. Uh, you can attach onto fuse, especially uh, on the pro side. A lot of times with uh, like a quick match fuse um, and a professional display company is going to have a, uh, a plug essentially on the fuse itself. So you don't even have to poke the shell. The shell doesn't have to be poked. It's already basically got that um, attachment on the end of the quick fuse, uh, a lot of them are using less quick fuse that way because they're they're making the, the quick fuse only three, four inches off the top of the, the shell, and then you can just use the E-match to lower it down into the into the gun. Um, that's, that's the safe way. That's best practice. And uh, for those who know what I'm talking about, and unfortunately I don't have examples here because, you know, it's, it's podcast, not video. Um, you know what I'm talking about. It's got red, blue, yellow. There's all kinds of – sometimes they're white – and there's different connectors. Um, sometimes they have the hole, and then there's one hook on the side. And I always say, uh, put the uh, the E-match head down and shroud down inside that, and then wrap around the outside of the the connector once, and then hook underneath the 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 little hook that's on it. Some have two, in which case you kind of do a fisherman's type thing, like you're tying up a boat to a dock on a cleat. Put the match in there, hook one side, come back over, hook the other side, then drop it down into the gun. Um, it just depends on what you're doing. But that uh, in the, on the display side is what you're going to see. Uh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you haven't seen that yet, uh, you get stay in the business long enough, you'll, you'll see it, uh, especially if you do any kind of display fireworks. Uh, it's pretty commonplace anymore. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so what if that's not there? You know, what if it's a good old-fashioned hand light, even display shell, what are you going to do? Well, here's the nice thing. Cylindrical shells are real simple for that type of thing. You know exactly where the lift is because there's a lift cup that's glued onto the bottom 
of the actual shell. The ball shell's there, and then on the bottom you see where the lift cup is either glued on or attached. And you know, you just gotta, you know, you gotta go right through that lift cup and uh, poke it uh, using your pyroproke, which should be brass, by the way, because brass is non-sparking. Um, and so if you pop that, that lift cup uh, open, you can put the, uh, uh, the E-match right inside and uh, then just tape right back over where you, where you made the hole, and that'll keep all the contents inside there along with the lift. Um, so that's one way you can do that. You can do that with cylindrical shells. Just remember that the fusing on those is a little bit different. The fuse actually comes in from the top. I tend to not like to poke cylindrical shells um, because of the way the fusing goes on that one. And uh, I can get someone else. We, we, we can bring somebody else in um, with a little more experience with that specific type of stuff to talk about how to handle uh, dealing with an electric match or an electric uh, electrically matching a, a cylindrical shell. We'll talk about that another time a little bit more um, in depth. Um, but like I said, you can poke uh, cakes. You can poke a cake. Um, but the best thing with those, we'll come back to that actually, uh, is the, the E-plugs. You see those on Spirit of 76, the Super Dave stuff that I use from J&M. Um, you're looking for an E-port. And a lot of times there'll be uh, a little label on it that says E-port, or maybe there's a little symbol, depending on whose line it is, um, on one of the corners usually of the cake. And that's usually going to plug you right into the, the first uh, shot or maybe the last shot, whatever it's going to be. Um, you can go right into that, and that you just you put it in there. You sometimes got to break the, the the side packaging open, and uh, you put your E match in inside the E port there, tape it off, and you're set to go. All right, no big deal that way. Um, and and again, the E ports are are spectacular because you don't have to worry about poking, you don't have to worry about diameter, you don't have to worry about anything. There's it's just a usually it's just a black little plug in there that's also got a secondary plug that that plugs the hole. Um, you just open up that, that top plug, pull the, the top plug out, uh, leave the, the, the other piece that's got the opening into the shell, run your E-match inside that thing, tape it off, and you're good to go. Like I said, it's easy peasy. Um, but not every cake is going to have that. And so every once in a while, you do have to open them up, and you do have to take your brass pyro poke and open up a, a spot to be able to get an e-match inside there now here's the thing you have to understand what your cake is going to do so here's the thing first off and this is probably oversimplifying for some of you and for some of you this might be oh my gosh I never thought about that I'll give you an example i was with a, a sales rep one time who was shooting a show with me and god bless the person nice enough but doesn't always think. And for example, it was one of those, it was a, a, a Z cake. So it was going to go back and forth. And there was an arrow that said this side towards the audience, which makes sense. Okay. This way, you know, that, that that's how you position it so that when it goes up, it's going to be back and forth for the audience, not front and back at the audience. And then somebody on the side gets the effect. But here's the thing, this side towards the audience, if you spin it around, it's the exact same effect. If you spin it 180 degrees, it's the exact same thing. 
They were adamant that, nope, you, it had to be only this side toward the audience. Well, whatever. Anyway, my point being with that is if your cake is going to do the same thing over and over and over, it does not matter where you poke that thing. If it's the same shot between shots one and shot 20 or shot one and shot 12 or whatever, it does not matter because it's going to start and it's going to burn all the way through one way or another. That's, that's how it's going to work. Okay. If it's a cake that is going to, to do different effects and it's meant to go in a specific order, now you got to be a little more careful on where you poke it and which one you put it into. Uh, for example, there's a Super Dave cake that I use um, that is a uh, national anthem cake. And that one specifically has some rockets or some red fireworks that go up. And then it's got some salutes that come out later on. You can imagine exactly where we use that. Rockets, red glare, bombs bursting in the air, all the cliche thing I just said we shouldn't do in the last uh, or two episodes ago. But that's what it's for. Um, and so if I, if I were to have to poke that, which luckily those are e-ported, so I don't have to worry about it. But if I did have to poke that thing, I darn well better do it in the right spot in the front, or at least in the front, in the, the red rockets, uh, rather than the bombs bursting at the back. Otherwise, I'm going to look really silly when I burst bombs and they're talking about red rockets and I shoot up red rockets when they're talking about bombs bursting. You know what I mean? So that, that you do have to watch out for a little bit uh, with some of that type of thing. Um, but generally speaking, uh, poking a cake is, is not too big a deal. And I used to think, yo, you can't do it. It can't be done. You shouldn't do it. That's dangerous. Nope. Nope. Not if you use a brass poke and you, you're gentle um, and uh, tape it, make sure everything's firm where it needs to be. You're in good shape. And then just don't jostle it too much. I will say this. Um, I see a lot of people that post pictures of their shows, and I see it around the 4th of July the most, a lot of people posting pictures of their shows that are set up in their garage. And for me, I have a big, like, I, I, I laugh at that. I think, why on earth would you set that up and match everything in your garage? And I get it. You're th- the, the, the person that's doing that is thinking, I, this is a huge show. It's going to take me a long time to set it up. I got to keep it inside where it's dry and whatnot. Okay, I get that. But understand, once you put an e-match into a shell, you essentially have made that shell live because any electromagnetic pulse or any electric pulse that goes through that wire is going to set that thing off, all right? Um, and obviously setting something off inside is going to be bad, bad, bad. Now, you can do things called shunting, and if you know anything about electric, you, electrical stuff, you know what that is. It's where you cross the wires and short it out. Uh, the back side of those those e-matches are usually bare, and all you got to do is touch them together, and I usually give them a little twist, or they, actually, they usually come shunted, uh, but you have a little twist on there, so they're, they're, there's contact made, and it should short it out so that you shouldn't have that happen. Um, but, of course, there's static electricity and things. There's, there's, um, or there's static electricity in the air. There's, you know, lightning storms. There's a million different things that potentially could could, I'm not saying will, but could create an electro, uh, an electric pulse that could, could again, um, end up going through that wire or if it wasn't shunted properly or whatever. Um, I'm, I'm, it's probably low risk. You're probably okay. Um, but I'll tell you this, I won't do it. I don't match inside. 
Um, like I said, if something were to happen, the last thing I, I mean, if something's going to going to catastrophically fail on me or is going to go off without me expecting it, I at least want it to go up in the sky and not into the ceiling because there's a lot of insulation in the ceiling. There's a lot of dust in the ceiling. There's a lot of wood in my garage. And quite frankly, if we're building the show in the garage, that means all the rest of the show is in the garage, which means there's a lot of nasty stuff that's going to go off as soon as that fire gets rolling. Anyway, maybe that's just doom and gloom me, but that's my thing. Um, be darn careful though, when you're doing that, if you're, if you're going to do it inside, make sure you've taken every precaution you can to make sure that there's, you know, no electrical source anywhere near the stuff that, that has copper coming out of a, out of a mortar or out of a, out of a poked anything. All right. I've done plenty of talking here. Uh, it's time for us to hear from you. Get on the social media uh, Pyro Talk Podcast, Instagram, or or Facebook, and let us know what you think, what you want to hear about next, or if there's something you disagree with. We'll always uh, we're always open for a conversation. Anyway, now it's time to go out and paint the sky.